Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Universal Energy Radio. This is the lowest effect. My name is Lisa, and right now, I, it's just me. I don't know where my co-host Liz is. <laughs> Let me figure out where she is. But um, I want to say hello to, I know Raven's in the chat room, so hello. And uh, yeah, I've already initially just put out a little thing about how Taurus full moon is definitely affecting me. Oh, here she is. Let's see where she is. Hi. That full moon's stacking me up, and I just heard full moon. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, BTR was giving me a hard time uh, getting on, and I also uh, misplaced my AirPods, so I had to scramble and find my other head. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, but, yeah, I just, I just, uh, oh, my name is Liz. Did we do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, hi. Hey. 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 I didn't even, it makes so much sense. I didn't even realize, hold on. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, cool. I didn't even realize that um, there was a full moon until I stumbled upon a post, someone's post on Instagram, and I'm like, oh, of course. (laughs) Of course. Why am I always surprised? (laughs) I always see, I always feel it before. I've been feeling it for the last few days. Yes, yeah, and now it just makes so much sense because just add that added extra edge or filter or tone to however you want to put it to um, your energy, the day, everything makes perfect sense. So that's all. All, all I know is that we, I think we're um, we're in the midst of it. Now I think officially it's today, allegedly. Mm, it's it's tomorrow, like early morning, okay, <laughs> early morning hours. Ten, so yeah, so yeah, it'll be it'll tomorrow. look really full tonight. It'll look really full, I think, um, th- for, for the next days, like, three right. nights. Yeah, right. Yeah. I read that. Yeah. Do we know anything about it? Just or that well, is just affecting us? Because yeah, you know, and there's also. Um, a lunar eclipse happening because you know oh of course there is right why not it has to be why not ah yeah yeah so i yeah i i knew uh i i'd heard about it but i I didn't really look it up honestly i've i've a meal a day like i've just been not been that hungry and i've stayed in bed for the most part unless i've had to like have had to leave i don't like I don't have any symptoms of necessarily of like, oh, I'm coughing or, you know, I'm a little congested, but no big deal. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just incredibly tired. Um, and so, of course, my, my sleep schedule is out of whack. You know, like I need right. to go to sleep, but I can't go to sleep. Even with yep, taking like sleepy time tea, you know, it, like it'll help for a little bit, Heroin. but then I'll wake up. Yeah. I'll wake up a little all bit and then I'll have to go pee. So anyway, I've re- started reading this. Um, it's um, on mindbodygreen.com. On okay. The, uh, full moon. Oh, good. So it says, uh, um, "Are you feeling ungrounded, anxious Oof. for no discernible reason?" Preach. Earthy, earthy Taurus can get you your feet back on terra firma. It can make you strong and stable enough to alchemize all the mystical scorpionic visions into tangible form. Wow. Now, I know I've had a lot of dreams too, but I can't remember all of them. I just oh. know I've been busy. Yeah. Uh, but first, get ready 
to weather a few last unexpected shakeups. Um, yep. It's a game-changing lunar eclipse for this Taurus oh full moon. Makes it so could bring sense. a metaphoric earthquake before you and find before you find steady ground. Don't wait for change mm. to happen to you. Get proactive. What unproductive yep. habits might be holding you back? Probably sleeping all day. That's probably one. Um, where have you been uh, failing to appreciate the comfort you have or to value the folks who are important to you? That's a good one. Um, so the Taurus full yeah. moon at 3.58 a.m., Eastern Standard Time on Friday, the 19th, could bring some eye-opening reminders to pay attention to everything you've been taking for granted. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, this week, I take this show for granted. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> this week, put an in- infrastructure in place to capture a dream you've been hunting since the Taurus new moon six months ago. Don't tiptoe. This full moon gives you permission to open the throttle. Just remember to take the curves with Taurian precision and pragmatism. So now, okay, what's this? Six ways the Taurus full moon helps you sway with the winds of change instead of getting swept away by every gale force. Uh, Okay. Embrace the process is number one. Put your inner rebel in the timeout chair. As a fixed earth sign, Taurus reveals the ease that sound structures can provide. Rather than reinvent the wheel, learn about the physics that keeps the wheel in motion. Um, So we love a blueprint, rule, and master plan. And the 2021 Taurus full moon reminds us of the power of process. Where has your life become too complex? Bring it back to basics. By stabilizing your foundation, you'll soon again soar. If you're advancing towards a major goal, this full moon brings laser-focused guidance about next steps. Okay, well, that sounds good. Um, Number two is treat yourself to something beautiful. Um, Because we're ruled by Venus, Taurus adores beautiful things and isn't afraid to spend top dollar for them as long as they are classic. That's true. Uh, Classic, timeless, and made with utmost precision. It's no surprise that the classic House of Versace has been kept alive by Taurus Donatella for decades since her Sagittarius brother Gianni's death. So what keeps popping up on your Pinterest board if you've been adding or if you've been reading the reviews and stocking the sales, this full moon green lights a luxury purchase. Um, top quality, oh. impe- impeccably produced goods aren't just, aren't just an indulgence. If they have a practical use and a long lifespan, they're an investment. That classic wool cashmere cape coat, how do they know? Or hand-tooled leather tote may very well be coming home with you over the next two weeks. While you're at it, give your body the same royal treatment. Taurus rules the neck and shoulders, so maybe a book a session to have a skilled body worker release the knots. Or get into the earthiness of this full moon and head to the spa for a mud bath or hot stone massage. Okay, all that sounds really good. All that sounds good. Okay. I'm doing uh, uh, right now. Done. <laughs> done. Uh, embrace, embrace your analog roots. There's grace to be found in the rhythm and flow of everyday life. And this back to nature full moon challenges us to embrace our analog roots. Here's a challenge. Try moving through a couple of your daily rituals without the machines you rely on for comfort and convenience. Um, Hand a dish towel to your significant other and have a real conversation while you're drying plates. 
sweep the floor. Oh, my invisible partner. Uh, yeah, I agree right. with that. Sweep the floor <laughs> and unpack the groceries slowly and mindfully so these tasks become a meditation. Hang your clothes to dry rather than tumble in a dryer to save money on energy bills and, more importantly, keep carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere. That makes a difference in a warming world, something this fixed Earth full moon supports wholeheartedly. Okay, I'm not sure about all that. Um, four. Right. I've got to hang my clothes on the wash line that doesn't exist outside in, in the middle of New York gonna, City. But okay. Yeah, just, gonna gonna go just to the, drape it across your little park and yeah, have that window. Park, and your window's always yeah. open anyway, so, you know. That's um, right. <laughs> so, and then number four is find your voice because Taurus rules the throat and the throat chakra. You're likely to feel compelled to speak your truth without holding back during this full moon. Just make sure you're not riding that bullish energy while the Bronco is still bucking. Use your voice in constructive ways to speak up for your values and ethics, which are ruled by the Zodiac's second sign. Or use it creatively for things like singing or podcasting. Hey, done. Check. Hey. Um, (laughs) Yogic chanting can tune up your throat chakra while creating a collective healing energy that's greater than any one voice in the room. Um, look for a kirtan or a common response chanting class to elevate your vibration. It's no surprise that legendary vocalists like Stevie Wonder and Adele were born under this sun sign. Um, on a purely physical note, have you been giving your vocal cords the love they need? Hydration is essential for keeping them healthy, so drink lots more water and less dehydrating substances like coffee and alcohol. Since heaters can be drying this time of year, plug in a humidifier to maintain proper moisture balance. Well, that's very practical. Uh-huh. Um, then five is plant a tree. Come on, Liz, plant a tree oh, already. Me, i got to go. I actually have like, my tree just arrived. I have to go outside and plant it. So <laughs> carry on. Carry on without me. Right, you don't actually have to plant a tree. You could simply find one in a park or in nature and post a photo of yourself hugging it on Instagram. But Taurus no. does rule rootedness, so not rootedness, okay. but rootedness. So today yes. is a great day to plant a few trees in the soil and in your feeds, even if you reside in a concrete jungle. And then six is mind your green, that is mind your money. How friendly is your budget? Uh, while Taurus is sensual, it's also sensible and needs plenty of security in order to relax. And so this full moon il- illuminates your spending and savings plans or lack thereof. Impulse shopping can be a symptom of deprivation. This isn't about tightening your belt so much that you feel constricted, but it is an important week for tracking where all your hard-earned dollars flow. Put a budgeting app on your phone or challenge yourself to pay for every purchase with cash for a week. Doing so can help create a mindful relationship to your expenses and your earnings. Okay, well, that was interesting. Very interesting. (laughs) Yeah. So I had no idea until just a few moments ago, and it all made sense. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So how are you feeling now? I mean, I, I, feel, I feel a little better. That's good. Um, I mean, it, it helps to... It helps to help for me. It helps to have eaten something at least today, because by this time I'm still like you know four hours before waiting for another you know getting something to eat because I'm just not that hungry. But this morning, obviously, I woke up pretty hungry. I hadn't eaten anything in quite a few hours. Wow. So I mean, I had had um, had a little bit of soup, some bo- well bone broth really is what I'm just sipping it. 
instead of tea, Good. I was having some bone broth and That's had a little good. like turkey and cheese thin bagel, mm-hmm. <laughs> gluten-free bagel. Yep. Um, yep. So, so you'll turn the corner. You'll, you're, you're, you're turning the corner. Uh, I hope so. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know, I know that that's part of it. And, you know, I've, I've been, um, I've been pretty busy for the last couple of weeks um, with different things um, on the plus side or because, partly because of it, you know, there's, there's been a lot of activity, like with my aunt and her cousins, they, um, their offer was accepted for a house. Oh, wow. Yesterday, late, well, late Congratulations. in the afternoon. Congratulations. So now we have to go through, yeah, we have to go through all the, wow. you know, all the other steps leading into steps, actually right. getting to a closing date. But that's, um, that's pretty exciting. Um, Is she excited? I mean, I haven't, I haven't had a chance to call her. I just saw it through text. Uh-huh. And I, and, right. Because um, uh, I'm going to see her today. We already have plans it's for so today. It's so wonderful. That's good. So wonderful. Yeah. You like your parents with your with your niece, with their grandchild, with your aunt, with with moving into a new space. That that is so that healing energy of of newness and discovery, hmm. and being and having the present unfold. I think that's that's the best medicine she could have right now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really exciting. She's going to live with family. Yeah. You know, she's not going to be by herself. So. She must be really excited. So I, I mean, I know she's she's eager to to get going, you know, to um, yeah. Well, probably not to physically have to move because I know that's that's hard to do for a lot of people. That's but, uh, that's not cute, right? But you just you just um, went through that. Yeah, we're still not we're still not completely done, especially now that she's going to be moving. I have to get my, the rest of my stuff out of her place and figure oh, right. out where to put oh, it in this oops. place. So right, yeah, right, there's right. there's definitely a you know, a, a domino effect with all of it, but it's good. Sure. Overall, it's a good That's thing. That's wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I imagine that hopefully by the end of the year, all that will be cleared up and she'll be moving into her new place. Amazing. And in terms, is it, in terms of the location, is it um, convenient to where you and Anna are? Like, is it, not really. It's look- not. It's not. Um, it's not super close. I mean, she wasn't. She's like twenty minutes away from us now. Um, right. But let's see. I actually didn't map it. <laughs> um, I didn't map what because she. They put bids on three other homes. Um, uh-huh. The same. You know, three that we saw last Sunday. They put bids on all three. So I haven't had a chance to map it to see how far away it is. But right. I think out of the three, that that one was the farthest from where I from where I am. So, right. But at the end of the day, what's good is that she is living with. How many other people will she be living with? Two others. Oh, that's great. So, so it really doesn't matter if it's a little bit further away or whatever. Yeah. Although she's like Alisa, I still need to call you when I'm, you know, because they'll, they'll be working, and so she'll still be kind of in the same situation. Right. Where, uh, uh, you know, she'll be she'll pretty much have the space to herself for well, not not for because because they're not they're actually not they don't have to leave until a little later in the day. Yeah, um, so she'll be fine. So they're they're about now forty minutes away. Yeah. 
So that's not so bad. Twenty to forty. So, but what is good is that she's sort of midway between where I am and where um, some of my other relatives live on the other, like on the opposite side of town. Oh, um, So I think she's probably about yeah at that midpoint where there are a few other relatives that could probably um, have, would be easier to access where she is where she's going to be. Um, without having to go down into town and over. So that's good. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um, but that's good. The, the, the wheels are in motion, and that's wonderful. The, the seeds are planted. The wheels are in motion. So that's, that's exciting. Yeah. yeah so I like it. Huh? Just looking now. Now you've got me on there. I'm like, I don't know. Let's see where she is. Oh, well, see, this is what happens. This is what happens on the lowest effect. I love it. I say something and she just digs right in. But that's, I love that. So yeah, it's still, it's still a bit of a drive, but whatever. I'm, I'm right. excited. I'm excited for her. And yeah. um, and I think it's just uh, that you know they put we put a lot of energy into into looking at something new and yeah, every, every time like after, after we meet or like this past week, the last couple of days I had to, I've had to take her to different doctor's appointments and, and she's like, Oh, every time, every, every single time. Oh, I hope, I hope we get a house, Lisa. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's so cute. And she did. So they got, well, yeah, the bid got accepted. So then there's like the whole due diligence part, the, you know, we're going to go tomorrow and um, and look at it during the day because I think by the time we got there, it was our last out on Sunday. So it was already getting dark. So right. they just want to have a, a look at it during the day. I mean, not not that I think we're going to back out of anything. But. No, but that's good, though, just to see. And it gets dark so early now. Mm-hmm. Damn you, daylight savings time. Uh, 4.30 is dark. I'm like, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. weird like that just. You know, it's six. It's six o'clock. It feels like it's eleven o'clock, and you're like, you. You have to tell yourself, don't go to bed, don't go to bed, don't. Mm-hmm. Don't you don't want to be up at one in the morning? Don't, don't, don't. But it's still getting used to that that long. You know, the the long nights. But, right. Um, yeah. So, it's yeah. I try to get my. Well, sometimes it's unavoidable if, I, if I'm working and I'm, you know, working till after 4:30. Um, you know, you go, you you go in, it's 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 light, and you leave three hours later, and you're like, excuse me, uh, where's the club? Right? Where's the campfire? What are we doing? Yeah, there's been plenty of times right when I've I've just looked up at the clock. I'm like, it's only 7:30. Like it feels like it's midnight. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I hate that. Um, Oof. Yeah, yeah, and those parts of the world where it's like, where is it dark all, like all the time? Oh, right and now it's, like, it's as farther north as far as north as you get. It 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 gets pretty. It stays dark, you know, um, because it, the 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 tilt of the Earth's axis means that it doesn't get any sunlight. Not much. Sort of like on the on the flip side in the summertime, places like right Sweden, they or right. you know parts of Alaska where it's almost 24 hours sun and they have to put That's blinders insane. on because it, it the sun doesn't completely set 
I mean, I think I posted pictures when I was at the Arctic Circle. Um, uh-huh. You know, it's like midnight, and it's it looks it looks like, you know, like the the sun is, is still high on the horizon. Like it's not even like anywhere near sinking. Oh and my it's god! Midnight. That's I can't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So did did you? Yeah. So. So I guess there's like, uh, I guess you were on the boat at the time. Yeah, we're there's, on the ship. Uh, um, yeah, so and, and our we always get um, an inside. We we try to because my 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 mother gets seasick. So for mm-hmm. years, my dad has always gotten um, an inside cabin as not as low as we possibly can go, but pretty low. Like so, we don't we usually don't get any uh, any windows. Like we're definitely you know below right. that so we've always had that so that she doesn't and we try to get in the middle of the ship so she doesn't get any any excess turbulence um oh that's so smart and and so it, it's been nice i mean because i'll i'll sleep indefinitely because it's so dark um but that does help a lot in those in those situations where if we were um higher up and we had a window um in our in our cabin that we we would definitely be awake <laughs> like have two hours of sleep or whatever i mean i i've been i've been in sweden where you know, we weren't on a ship this was years before um i was in sweden and <laughs> yeah they have blackout curtains because if you're not paying attention you're just sitting around talking all of a sudden you think oh we just like we just had dinner um, right. You know, I guess it's it's maybe nine o'clock. No, in fact, it's two o'clock in the morning. And, wow! And because it, it doesn't feel like the sun has set, because it really hasn't. Wow! <laughs> but and it's so that's still what, that so way. In a way, right? So in a way, you it, you don't even feel like the passage of time. It's almost no, like you're you in suspended animation or something. Right. Right. Because you know how you can be talking and talking to somebody, and then someone mentions a time, and all of a sudden you physically get tired, but before that you were totally fine. Being unaware yep. right. of what time right. it was, and all of a sudden right. you're like, "Oh, it's it's how late? Oh my gosh!" Now then your body starts to shut down. Like, "Oh, what's time to go to sleep?" Because it's you know it's way past right. your bedtime. So that's right. sort of how it was. Like we were all just sitting around and we were drinking coffee. <laughs> Why were oh, we drinking Lord coffee? Because you know, I'm like, "Is that, are those birds I hear? Like, why why are birds chirping so you know so late at night? Because it's early morning." Right. Cock a doo doo. It's like excuse right. me, right? Oh, the rooster is like, "Hello." Like, oh, yeah, we probably should have done the blackout curtains. I'm like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Holy crap, wow. you know. So that's a, that's a whole day. Not that you missed, but you were awake for all of it. <laughs> wow. <it>. Fascinating. <laughs> yeah. So um, in those parts of the world where um, more they, because they don't get as much daylight, for other parts of the year, when it comes to summertime, they really enjoy being outside and they'll take as much advantage of it as they can because they, they only have a certain amount of time to do that Right before it, it starts to be like, like, like what we're experiencing where it's all, oh, it's like 4.30. That's 4.30 is more extreme. Um, for us, it's like by 5.30, give us another hour. And then it's like, okay, no, it's getting late. I don't understand why it's so late because it's not that late, but it looks like right. it. So, right. um, yeah, I, I'm 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 happy for like the season changes and all that stuff. I think there's a there's a purpose for all of it. Yeah, I like um, it. Yeah, I like it too. 
And I wonder, you know, as I know this is coming up for a lot of different states of, of just getting rid of the the daylight savings time. Right. Um, and just seeing how that how that affects the rest of the world, you know, the effects, you know, I don't know, local economy. I don't know. I'm sure there's a reason for, there are different reasons why that started. And it did start with us. I thought. Um, yeah. I mean, amidst the war, uh, there was a lot happening. So I think they had to figure out ways to regulate production oh. and resources and, yeah. And, um, and all of that. Cause I believe it, it was just, like New Zealand that started it. Right. And Germ- it Germany goes, or New Zealand that probably, right issue, uh, you know, proposed it, but I think Germany was the one that was actually doing it. Um, mm. And then everyone yeah. else thought, hey, they're pretty efficient. Maybe we'll do the same thing. I don't know. Right. So then we did that. So, yeah. yeah. But it just goes to proves the point that it's all an illusion. It's all, it's all, right. you know, uh, human manufactured. So, see, I'm, I'm, you may have noticed, like, I'm not saying man-made. I'm, I don't say mandates. I say directives. I say human. And today, for three freaking hours, thank goodness it's on Zoom. I don't have to go anywhere. And thank goodness it's mandatory, but we're getting paid a little bit. Ooh. I have to do a three-hour Zoom interactive. Can't cut the camera. Interactive call about... Um, all the political correctness, diversity, include um, things that I've been doing for decades, and I'm like, hello, everybody's catching up to me. <laughs> I yeah yes, so all of those all of those all of those things I can't even imagine. Um, anyway, I can't even imagine what it's going to um, entail, and you know I got to be professional and you know, act, engage, and act like, oh, I'm learning this for the first time, not. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, so I've been really training my brain, especially since I'm working with um, students. There is a statistic that I learned, and I thought it's very interesting, and I think it's true just from what I've been seeing since COVID, really, since having a presence on Zoom and then in person, um, particularly with NYU, that uh, it's three out of ten uh, generation, what are they calling it now? Is it Generation Z, Generation Y, Generation, what is it? What letter is it? Do we know? I have, Whatever I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. I think it's Generation Y. I don't even know anymore, but it's, it's where, let's say, college age, whatever whatever generation, um, three out of 10 identify as non-binary. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, And I started noticing, and I started noticing remotely pretty quick when I was booked to, to do workshops and teach and do industry nights, et cetera. I started noticing in the, in the population pool and also, uh, Two of two projects that I worked on uh, during COVID and more recently, but I still think it's COVID. I don't know. Um, but two projects that I worked on within the last year um, have uh, the the narrative 
and also the casting queer it's also under the queer umbrella it's also uh non-binary or trans which depending on who you are depends how you uh, identify with that so Mm -hmm. i am so i am so wired with my everyday language so i'm not putting this on and off signal it's that's that's what the climate is you know but um yeah where we were so whatever it is generation y generation z whatever it is we were generation get the hell over it (laughs) that was our generation get the hell over it (laughs) right and and um, and this is like generation eggshell but i get it because where space wasn't created, where space didn't exist, space has to be created. So it's going to be awkward and there's going to be pushback and it's going to feel weird. And so I'm just going with it. I've always been a little ahead of this curve anyway. So, uh, yeah, I'm being very aware of my, very aware of my, my language. And what's also so fascinating is the epidemic of absences that has that um, has been an issue where a lot of kids are being absent or I'll get an email. I have, I like, um, I'm going to be late because of, uh, I have to process this comment I got from this teacher from this, I'm like, hello, you can't process it. My hello. Right. Or, and I'm like, okay, no problem. Like, I'm not saying, I'm like, that's what the children need. Okay. I'll take care of the children. Um, <laughs> I'm like, thanks for letting me know. Or, or um, I have to leave class early because um, I have to, you know, my, my anxiety is going through the roof. I'm like, okay, leave class 15 minutes early. Okay. Um, it's interesting. It's very interesting. But I think, um, especially with the institution that, see, the people... A lot of, I think a lot of people don't understand colleges, and I'm not an academic. You're way more than I am, even though I happen to teach for an academic institution. Uh, colleges are big business. <laughs> and in the case of NYU, it's real estate. They, ah. own, they own building after building after building, so they need that money. You know, it's not like, it's in the same way that the banks, it's like, oh, how nice! The banks are managing my money. Yeah, they're t- they're taking your money and they're investing it in business. Mm-hmm. Whether you're paying a loan and then you're paying you're paying uh, you know interest on top of that. What are they doing with that money? It's all business. So if each student represents just for a figure fifty thousand dollars, okay, if each student represents fifty thousand dollars a year, whatever it is, I don't know what it costs. It costs a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the inmates are running the asylum because they, they need that income. So it's incredible how it's almost like who, who's the parent and, and who's the kid? Who's the student? Who's the teacher? But I'm like, okay. But thank goodness, I think kids recognize authenticity. Real recognizes real. Mm-hmm. So um, I've always had this very accessible Style. I've always been very open with communication. I've always humanized myself. I've told those kids some stuff that's like, you know, very, very personal so that um, they understand <clears throat> that once you get to a 
particular stage in, in your life, in your career, it doesn't mean that you're not still vulnerable and you're still making mistakes and you're still overcoming challenges. It's no different than when we had a, a, a caller. Just watch you call today. <laughs> we, we would have this. Yes, you know what I'm talking about. We had we had this caller a couple years ago, um, and was very opinionated about uh, the success of others, and and got into this whole diatribe about well. Why is it so painful for me? For them, they were just successful. And the person she was talking about was Joan Rivers. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Her, first, first of all, her husband, the love of her life, committed suicide. Um, she went through a lot of, a lot of huge challenges. Uh, she was a, a, you know, a woman in a male-dominated. Do- male uh, career, uh, stand-up comic, comedy. She was a, she was a groundbreaker, and she went through Johnny Carson blacklisted her. Like she went through a lot of stuff, and just this dismissiveness of to sort of stay alive in her pain and in her struggle, to just presume that it was just like the easiest thing for every successful person, including Joan Rivers to make it. And you and I both are like, and she didn't want to hear it. So to educate and to humanize and, and to uh, show the wisdom of navigating your challenges and ascending to your greatest self and to embrace the lessons and to be relatable and to see that it's all a gift. I mean, that's what they really should talk about in these three hours. They won't. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're going to say, you can't say guys. That's what they're going to say. You can't say guys. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why I go, okay, children, mother's ready. So I get, I get like an old drag queen. I get like an old, I'm like, I get like an old drag queen. I just talk like I'm a, I'm the mother of the house of whatever. Um, oh, Yeah. It's insane. So I hope I learned something new and different. If I do and I think it's helpful, I will share. Um, but there's also a term that I wasn't aware of um, where I had a student ask permission to leave class 15 minutes early because they were just uh, so exhausted with their earlier class. And the classes are long. Classes are three hours each, so that the class prior, they were so exhausted because of being misengendered. I'm like, oh, wow. so this is someone that uses yeah. So I like to educate. I like to educate people on the lowest effect. So uh, this person uses they them those, mm-hmm. right? Them they them those theirs, um, non-binary, and. Uh, I guess misengendered means that they were called pro, uh, pronouns other than they, those, they, those, they, them, those, theirs. They were called other pronouns. And it really bothered them. I said, okay, honey, that's fine. So I even uh, told the students 
that when they slate, and what slating means is when you um, audition, whether it's in person or online, and uh, it's been mostly online, that there's a thing called slating. Basically, that's the introduction where you state your first, you state your first and last name. Sometimes your height, if that's required, where you're based out of, your COVID status, um, if you have an agent, things things of that nature. So it's an introduction with with some identifying information. So I told them when you slate your first and last name after your first and last name, you say my preferred pronouns are da 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 da. da. You say that. So that you are claiming who you are, and it's not uh, for them to guess or to get wrong. It's for you to uh, claim your space or whatever situation that this is, whether you're meeting them in person, or it's an interview, or it's a Zoom audition, whatever you want to say. Um, and I think that's a, that's a good uh, directive to follow. Uh, we can't say rule of thumb because that implies... Uh, tor- uh, torture to women. Uh, what? The origin of that? Yeah, I rule no of idea. thumb. Yeah, rule of thumb. Yeah, yeah I think, now, I, now my, I'm no scholar. You're the scholar. But apparently that came from, I don't know if it, if it was like old English or whatever, where um, I guess it was a form of torture, thumb screws. So... I guess that was a twisted way, literally twisted way of saying this is this is this is what everyone's doing. This is the correct this is the, the correct course of action. Huh. So I so yeah, I think there's a, a kind of like a S and M connotation to what rule of rule of thumb, you can't say that. Mandates. I don't say that anymore. I say that instead. Rule of thumb. I don't say that at all, but it's but when it's colloquial and 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 it's something that it comes second nature to us. It's our language, and what I find really fascinating in uh, a language such as Spanish, where everything is gendered, mm-hmm. everything. How are they going to deal with that? Good luck. They're going to have to change the whole language. They probably won't. Um. Because some languages are like in your face, offensive to your face. <laughs> well, you know, you know what I'm saying. Depending I on the culture, like it's googled. <laughs> just googled rule of thumb. Okay, okay yeah. What is it? Because I don't really and know. So now this is just one article that I saw. Uh, so it's uh-huh. not Wikipedia. It's from the Baltimore Sun. Um, okay. The misunderstood rule of thumb misconception. Many feminists for years thought the phrase rule of thumb referred to British common law's tolerance of wife beating. So this is, oh, this is from 1998. Wow. Um, let's see. Sharon, this starts off. Sharon Fennick first heard the figure of speech rule of thumb cited as a sexist pejorative during her freshman year at Harvard seven years ago. So that's early 90s. Uh, the phrase was invoked in a lecture as an example of domestic abuse permitted by British common law. The rule of thumb, mm-hmm. according to the professor, was a law that allowed a man to beat his wife so long as the rod used was no thicker than his thumb. Oh, wow. But, but over the centuries, the term has evolved into vernacular for an approximate measure. 
Um, it right. sounded very believable to me, says a 24-year-old Fennec, now in her third year of law um, in Chicago. I was having my first contact with feminist thought, and the explanation was very impressive to me. It was one of those things I really remember that spread around. I can't remember it when I found out it wasn't true. Mm. Uh, unlike Fennec, untold historians, feminists, and legal experts are unaware that the folk etymology for rule of thumb is false. For them, the notion of a rule of thumb makes perfect sense, originating as it allegedly does from a legal system they see as misogynistic. Um, uh, wordsmith William Sapphire debunked the rule of thumb's false etymology in his New York Times magazine column. Um, oh. The phrase has had been called to his attention by the president of George Washington University, where a female student had denounced its use by an administrator for marking on budget problems in the student newspaper. So I uh, see, let's see. In gender and women's studies courses across the country, the phrase is still cited as an example of unconscious acceptance and tacit condoning of sexist policy. A computer okay. search for the use of rule of thumb and wife in the same newspaper, a sentence reveals many letters to the editor in recent years from women irate about the casual appearance of the figure of speech in news articles. Um, it, the false etymology persists despite the Oxford Dictionary um, definition, a method or procedure derived entirely from practice or experience without any basis in scientific knowledge, a roughly oh. practical method. And so this um, this Dictionary dates the phrases first referenced to 1692. Right. Um, and then uh, in the Encyclopedia of Word and Phrase Origins, rule of thumb is additionally defined as a method by which brewers once tested the temperature of a batch of beer. They dipped a thumb oh. in the brew. Get out of here. So it's, an urban <laughs> le- it's an urban legend. It's an urban legend. So okay. she said... So this person, the, the law student, or for, during her first year, she was a, words, a wordsmith herself, was determined to unravel the history of the rule of thumb. Did the phrase stem from a specific rule? Was there such a rule? Um, she discovered that while rule of thumb was not accepted law, there was evidence aplenty that the British legal system and the American, American legal system it inspired were unkind to women. I found out that in the 1800s, wife beating was really was a debatable proposition. Um, mm. Let's see. Interesting. Uh, She's tracing it back to uh, 17th century, a reference in the 17th century, when one um, Irish judge held that a man who had beaten his wife with such a switch as the one he held in his hand was within his matrimonial privilege. Oh, that's lovely. Um, I'm trying to think what else. She's just mentioning rule of thumb. well, it just has to uh, just it's stigmatized whether you know regardless oh, of the yeah yeah but uh, interesting so it's an old it's a, such an old term yeah see let's so see her efforts weren't in, in vain let's see let's see let's see she posted her article where it is now part of the site's permanent archives on Urban Legends website. Um, Rule of thumb and other figures of speech can work much the same way that urban, le- urban legends do. They appear mysteriously, spread spontaneously, and contain elements of humor or horror. And like urban legends, mm. a figure of speech may contain a grain of emotional, if not actual truth. Um, Interesting. 
I'm just trying to see what, what I guess it doesn't, it doesn't, it isn't what it is, what we think it is. Right. Um, anyway, you can't say it. <laughs> so anyway, you can't say it. Anyway, you can't say it. And then, and then there was, I'm sure this is going to be discussed on this three-hour Zoom thing. I'm like, oh, my God, three hours. Oh, my God. And, and they're like, it's interactive, so be prepared to participate. I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they even sent us, um, I guess, in the handbook, a whole list of microaggressions to avoid, you know. Mm. But I'm like, okay. I mean, to me, it's like all common sense, but uh, to many people, I guess it's not. We'll see. So, well, what yeah. I find interesting in all of this is, um, I mean, I and and some sometimes it is it's, sometimes it's inconvenient and and um, sometimes annoying to be corrected um, on a turn of phrase. Uh, Solely on that, and not given the context of a situation. Um, right, exactly. Like saying, "You guys, I'm like, I'm not like misgendering people. It's like that's something you, we've been saying since we're like in preschool." Right, but then you know, someone yeah. saying, "Oh, but that just lays to, you know lays groundwork for the patriarch patriarch to continue." Mm-hmm. It's you know whatever, whatever, whatever. But what I find interesting, um, even with with that that where you, that statistic you had of you know so many of gen and by the way it's generation generation z um is what we're looking at now it's um that's who you're dealing with like in college right now generation z um they're post millennials and they're probably the they're probably the kids of people who are generation x (laughs) so that's what we're looking at right now um i think it's interesting to have that uh, choice where most people are, are saying these are my pronouns and they're non-binary, right. you know, that type of thing. Yep. Right. Because when we're talking about on a spiritual thing, just something that came to me, when we're talking about we're all one, maybe we're getting back to that notion. Of, oh, I love, you know what? That, thank, you know what? Thank you for saying that. Because that's yeah. the first time that all of this BS, because it's not BS, but I'm saying it, you know, rhetorically, mm-hmm. All of this BS makes sense because mm-hmm. we're all one. So this is a way of of healing those fractures, and healing takes time. That's a brilliant point that you just made. That makes sense. Thank you. Yeah. And that- and so I think where a lot of us um, are, maybe the word struggle isn't the right word, but I think it is. Um, where we're struggling as we're yeah. dealing with our with our you know, dealing with our spirituality and our sexuality, all those things. It's it's recognizing if you're smart, you're recognizing that you have both like the masculine and the feminine within you. So right. what what you present on the outside, whether you dress like a man or whether you are a man, two different things. Um, right. It's it's sort of honoring. Uh, you know, that aspect of yourself that maybe you, you, um, you feel the need to, to be able to express. And I, 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 it does get a little crazy because if you took it, look at, look at every single situation, you're like, Oh, you know, there's, there's the inevitable rolling of the eyes of, are you really that much of a you know sensitive person that you can't handle someone using a colloquialism? But, um, but you know, I, it, it could be that that's such a, 
a deep seated thing. Yeah, it's 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 triggering, sure. And and uh, triggering is a good word because I think it's being used more and more. And Mm -hmm. and just in in things that I've been reading, because the stuff that I I get into and I read, like it's. you wouldn't know what to look at me, but I do love sports. So I do not, and not all sports really, but, but, you know, I, I do keep in touch with different, um, different things that are happening in my favorite sport of um, soccer, specifically women's soccer. So when right. things are, ha- are happening and it's not just, um, you know, for, you know, LGBTQ and all the other letters after that, um, but also right. for, for women of color. Uh, who right. who may be in one or more of those groups? Um, right. Sometimes you don't realize that uh, little things that have said that are said um, or just done, even if they're not meant to be harmful, they have an impact. And it's stuff that you notice. Now, if you're not a person of color, you might not ever notice that um, you know everyone is of the same color for the most part. That's um, right. So when you are a person of color, uh, it depends on the generation. Um, I was brought up in a generation where we were all about assimilation. Like you just try yeah, not to stick out. Right. And, um, and I have cousins and relatives who are younger than I am, and they are all out embracing their Filipino heritage. You know, they, they join those groups and they, they're loud and proud about who they are. And where they're from, right? And it's so different for me to see that. I'm like, oh, so you actually you you had to do all that cultural stuff because we kind of got out of it. Like I didn't want to have to do any of that stuff, right? Partly because I have to wear a, a really silly dress, and I'm like, I'm not wearing a dress, <laughs> right? And I'm not gonna do the I'm not gonna do these dances. And oh, and, I've seen some I've seen some of those outfits. Like I saw footage of a Filipino wedding, like in the Philippines. And I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. I I mean, it is gangster. <laughs> it <Yeah>. is full. <laughs> It, it's it's fabulous, but it's yeah. like high drag. That's what yeah. to say that yeah. high right. drag. That's, that's true. Mm. So so, but see, so there, that that's something that people can um, celebrate, and normally be oh, it's a cause for celebration. For for me, as a young child, I hated having to wear a dress, and mm-hmm. I hated that I would have to that I was expected to kind of fall in line. And to do, all, you know, express the way my, my mother had done, probably her mother had done, I just right. couldn't fathom having to do that because it didn't make any sense to me. So I, and that was me in the 70s. So I can only imagine the awareness that kids have now of their place mm-hmm. in the world and what they're being, maybe not what they're being told, but what's being sort of set up as what you can or cannot do or what you can right. or cannot fit into. I can really appreciate right. that. And, 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 and it does make for um, uh, uncomfortable situations and awkward conversations and a retraining, yeah. like you said, a retraining of your brain and of your language. And it's interesting right. because it's, it's such a uh, – just like people who don't want to wear a mask, like it's an inconvenience for them to have to do that. Um, it's the same it's, thing. It's an That's inconvenience right. for some people to have to think about. To change uh, their vocabulary. Right, well, she, she looks like a girl, so I will use these pronouns. However, I'm being told that they don't like that, so they yeah. want to be called they and them. them. And, you know, right. so they're, they're, it, it, and it's, it just makes you have to learn something a little differently because, surprise, I mean, it's almost like a, a reversal of things because the things that we have taken for granted, speaking of Fullman and, and, and Taurus right. and all that, things that we have right. taken for granted – um, they they aren't all that they seem, 
and it's not the complete picture. Um, it's like when someone says, oh, well, everybody was there. Well, not everybody was there. I wasn't there. Or, you know, there's <laughs> these blanket statements of, well, you know what I mean. When you have to say, well, you know what I mean. Uh, right. Maybe you should be thinking about, well, what was it that I meant? You know, right. and, and so what have I left out in that sense? Because right. obviously if, if, if it's been brought up, it's like, well, what, if, what, did, I, what did I miss? Who am I missing? And right. be ready to receive the answers and be ready to probably right. have your eyes open. So right. it, and it, and it can get into that um, because it's, it's tends to happen a lot in that community. Of, so, so in academia, you know, in school uh, where people are still figuring stuff out. Um, but it's a lifelong thing. You know, it, it happens, it happens more often than you think. And I think people are starting to really seriously, uh, redefine what they think the world is and whether you think, oh, well, that's not the real world. Or if you think, mm, you know, they're just being super, super sensitive. Um, it, you know, when we look at how people are handling or not handling um, a, a situation, you know, because of suicide or murder suicide, mm. you know, in terms of violence, Oof. I mean, those are, those are real things that are happening. And right. Uh, it's not about, well, if you just were, did the things that we, the way we did it, then you'd be okay. It's not so much about assimilation, but it's, it's about expression. Um, and, and to some degree to acceptance. So on the flip side of that, and I know we have, uh, we have uh, a caller here, so I know who that is. Okay. Uh, I would say, I would say the, so for the people who are, you know, so I can do it on this side, where people are so anti-Trump and anti, you know, all what he stands for. The thing is, like, I, yeah, there are people that I know and that I love who voted for him. Yep. Um, and and uh, I'm not going to cut them out of my lives. At least I'm not at that That's point nice. yet. <laughs> right. You know, because I'm, not, I'm also not trying to fight that because I'm like, well, you know, right. there's something for everybody. And, right. um no, I don't agree with him, and I'm not going to continue to listen to him. Um, but you know, am I going to cut out, say, my parents because that's who they right. voted for? Would I cut right. out? You know, I wouldn't do that. You know, so, so the same thing that they didn't cut me out. Fortunately, when I came right. out to them. Thank you. That's right. It works both ways. That's right. It does, totally works both ways. So um, mm-hmm. anyway, let me go ahead and get this on here. This, Let's take this call. I want to say it's you, Jen. Hello. <laughs> you're psychic um <laughs> oh wow just, she should do a podcast I, yeah. right so um the etymology of words and linguistics i think is all going to fall by the wayside i think mm-hmm. as we continue to evolve it's going to be all vibrational words because there are so many languages throughout the world we are all one um and we do have the capacity within us to just sense needs like that sort of thing. Like when my kid was really young before he learned to talk and it took a long time to learn to talk because he didn't need to, he would just mm-hmm. look at me and I would know what he wanted. So he didn't need to learn words. So I think we're going to go back to where we don't need words. We can just convey what we want. But the problem with that is, is it will be a lot harder to be dishonest. Ha. <laughs> Right. I agree. Interesting. 
Well, it's very interesting because if we uh, remember that uh, that documentary that I recommended to you, that I think you actually saw the, the Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Yeah. And that's all about yeah. the the the, the uh, consciousness being raised so high that with the uh, when people here are in the most evolved, elevated way, attempting to make contact, it's all non it's all nonverbal. It's all consciousness to consciousness. And uh, you, of course, Jen, know this as as well as many many of the listeners. Um, all that clairvoyant communication is completely nonverbal. Like when the last show, we had a caller the last 15 minutes and she asked a question and I just felt in my body like, well, I know you asked this question, but somebody is here. And it turned out to be uh, very specific with uh, the energy being so, so, so clear. All that's nonverbal. It's not like somebody saying, oh, tell her her grandmother's here. Nope. <laughs> so, so it's that I I think it's that that very uh, elevated uh, in consciousness uh, wavelength. But all circling back to one, I don't know if in my lifetime it's going to get to that. But I definitely think that it's it's evolving into what you're saying, Jen, where. Uh, it would get to that. And then you think about like, you know, uh, a monasteries or silent retreats or taking a vow of silence. Doesn't that make sense? Mm-hmm. Right. So that's really interesting that, yeah, that's, I never thought of it that way, Jen, but that's very interesting that it's, that's the direction that we are inching our way toward. Um, but, but ironically, it's mm-hmm. now that people are getting all caught up in the meaning of words. It should have been like 20 years ago. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so, so many. But the thing is, so it's it's that's the that's where the law of free will comes in. Yeah. So if there's a lack of willingness from most people, um, I mean, if it's five percent of the population who think in terms of higher consciousness that's still and I, and I think that's a fair to say uh, that's a very small percentage of people that are even considering uh, consciousness outside of the work eat, sleep sex, entertainment components that's, pl- that's plenty that's actually that's how most people, that's it. They, they, they are buying into the illusion of what this life is, and they're content as long as those five needs are being met. Mm. So uh, very, very interesting. But, um, yeah, I, I do appreciate all of the insight. See what you learn when you listen to the lowest effect. We're about all kinds of all kinds of all kinds of things. So we're in like the last minute or so of the show. Is there anything anything else that you wanted to um, add to this, Jen, before we sign off? No, I'm just very. I'm gonna go back and listen to the beginning because I'm very excited about this full moon for some reason. I don't know why. And I think at the <laughs> beginning of the show you did talk about it, 
So yeah, yeah. we. Yeah, and and the thing is too, I didn't even, I wasn't even aware. I just know that I, the last couple of days, uh, my energy was just very much leading the way. There was like one day that I just didn't, I just didn't want to talk to anybody except for like you know who I needed to absolutely speak to, um, or just just feel very sort of to myself, or just really deeping delving into. Uh, meditation and really getting to like a healing space and not quite knowing why. And I woke up feeling so the most grounded that I had in, in a several days. And I always feel it before the actual full moon. So I felt much better, much more grounded. And then when Elisa brought it up on the show, I'm like, of course, so, yeah, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a little more digging, but I think this, this one is a significant one for us. I think you're, you're right, Jen, like let's pay attention and let's, let's take advantage of um, the benefits and how we can, you know, move ourselves along to uh, greater states of consciousness, because that's what this journey is all about. So thank you for calling in and thank you for your lovely email that you sent us. I actually sent it to you too, Lisa, uh, from yes. the last show. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so if you need to get a hold of us, you can send an email to LOAblend at gmail.com, and we're scheduled to be back on the air this coming Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. As always, take care of yourselves and each other. Let the light do the work, and two brighter days ahead. Love you. Love you. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.